From the Bayshore, New Jersey, to the shores of the Merrimack River in Massachusetts, this is the Red Bull Ramp Podcast. I'm your host, Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 380, still red after all these years. Ah, that's right. Yes, the beautiful New York metropolitan area is red for sure. There is no going back for this season. Uh, We will get into that, among other things. Uh, Once again, sorry for missing an episode last week. We finally came to realizing we need realization that we need to do a schedule shift and uh, move this show to Tuesday nights. So that is now when we'll be recording here on out. Yeah. So, uh, we get to the it, end of the week and forget about it. It's, it's it, mayhem. It's just we're too late, too tired, and then Friday night. Who wants to record on a Friday night? So, no. so new night here for Rebel Rant Tuesday nights. But uh, we are now going to get into the episode here, and we're going to we have two games to recap. Uh, we beat the United, uh, Miami Inter Miami one nothing home at win. And uh, NYCC, another home, one nothing win. Uh, before we get into our likes, dislikes, do we have any tweets for these games? There's only one tweet, and it's from your friend Anthony, just saying that uh, he thinks Kamala's kind of finally finding his form. Eh, maybe. Sure. We'll, he did it we'll one see. game. One yeah. game. One game he found we'll, his form. We'll see. We'll see. He's better than Fabio, I'll say that much. Yeah. All right, well, thank you. Yeah. So everyone's happy, so no one's tweeting. Yeah, what are you going to yeah, do? That's how you know. That's yeah. how you know, and it's not all doom and gloom. The tweets <laughs> slow. It happens every year. The yeah. tweets slow down. All righty. Well, uh, thank you, Anthony, for your tweet. <laughs> we'll get right into it. So, uh, Truman, what did you uh, dis? We'll start negative, since we might as well end positive. What did you dislike about these two matches? Goals. Where are they? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this has been the problem all year. This has been the problem for the last, I don't know, well, probably the whole season. Uh, but they're just winning a bunch of one nothing games or 1-1 one, one draws. The goals are not coming, uh, nope. aside from Kamal scoring one. They're not coming from our forwards. They, I mean, that that is the big problem. That costs you in the playoffs. Great yeah. regular season. You know, you're winning these games, but that is not a long-term solution. Is consistently winning one nothing. As much as it's worth three points, which is awesome, uh, you can't win every game this way. You, no. ju- you just can't. No. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'll just have to double down on that. I, it, it's, you know, it, it, not only is it just not convincing or makes you think that this this late run at the playoffs is anything. Um, I mean, you know, it's also, in many respects, too little too late when you come right down to it uh, in respects to the play, playoff run. I mean, yes, they might squeak in, but... Eh, we'll see. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, these are very unconvincing results. Um, I mean, yes, like you said, three points is three points. Uh, but yeah, you need more offense. I, I hope somebody in the front office or Austria realizes that for next season. But, uh, well, we shall certainly see. All right. So, well, d- just like Saturday, what did you like about these two matches? I'm going to – I mean, I mean – Miami sucks, right? They, they're they pretty fucking bad. But let's just talk about the back line. Let's talk about our goaltender. Mm. It's been the best part of this run. Yeah. Again, we talk, I, I'm going to, I guess I'm just going to keep talking about it week in and week out every time we do a podcast is that this defense is keeping them in almost every single game. Mm-hmm. And Coronel, again, I, we, we could just probably play the last episode we did mm-hmm. and just switch in the team names. He's making key saves. He made an, I mean, an absolute crucial save in the first half yes. against NYCFC. Um, point blank. 
made I mean, coming up huge. The guy has found his form. For for a goalie, it's the perfect time. It's the perfect time to find your form and be mm-hmm. playing well. Is during a playoff push, which is awesome. Um, he's certainly doing his job. And and again, I mean, the defense is playing well. Mm-hmm. They're playing well. They're shutting teams out when they're good teams or they're bad teams. Um, it's the one thing we really – it hasn't been the biggest concern aside from a few games here and there. Early in the season, honestly. It, uh, and then, of course, we'll just talk about that Revs game again at home. Um, but mm-hmm. aside from those hiccups, they're standing strong. It's the, it's the best part of this team right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think when Aaron Long went down for the season, I think we all pretty much expected the Rebels to get blown out week in, week out. Uh, what they've done, I mean, hats off to uh, you know Hans Gruber there uh, that he got this defense to play. I mean, I don't think anyone really expected Sean Nealis to be a regular and solid starter. Um, you know, he's, he's certainly stepped up. Um, you know, definitely Gutmann as well uh, out on the wing. Um, you know, Kyle Duncan, I think, has also been strong. Tom Edwards playing out of position has been very good. Uh, you, you really, hats off to the defense. Uh, I believe uh, Rebel on, they may have tweeted out as well, uh, but uh, they did on, they at least put it on Facebook that I, I believe that they said the Rebels defense has given up the fourth fewest goals, something along those lines. I mean, all MLS uh, teams this season, it's yeah. just a shame they can't score. <laughs> or else uh, the record might be much, much different this year. Um, my like would have to be, hey, look, I think we kind of opened it with the show. New York is red. Um, you know, it's. I think this was definitely a season where, uh, by and large, the teams were expected to take, be taking polar opposite uh, trajectories with us being on the bottom, NYC at the top. Uh, after starting strong, NYCFC has fallen uh, quite far. We are now tied with them on points, although behind on goal differential. Uh, but, hey, we beat them in two games, drew them one. Uh, it was very nice to see us uh, beat uh, New York City FC. It was very nice to flip off NYCFC fans, uh, supporters up in the upper deck at the end of that game. That was quite <laughs> fun. Uh, so it it, uh, it does always feel good to win the Hudson River Derby for sure. Yep. I mean, I mean numbers aside, uh, goals aside, like you said, this was not the year you expected us to no. take two out of three games and draw the other game. No. Not the way this team was playing going into those games. No. Just just eking out some results. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, maybe you can even thank them putting us on this path. Because yeah. it was the last second penalty, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of helped get a draw out of that game. And the results have been pretty good ever since. Yeah, indeed. So, I mean, they haven't lost, you know. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for the points, guys. Like, we super appreciate it. Um, I'll take it. I'll take any, any time like this, where you beat, you win two out of three, you draw the other one, you win in their building, which always feels good. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, and bragging rights for yet another year. I love yep. it. I'll take it for sure. All right. Uh, any more thoughts uh, regarding these two games? Is Caden Clark hurt? I don't, that's a good question. I mean, he, he has pretty much ever since his appendicitis has, more or less disappeared from this team. Yeah. So, I, I don't know what that what the issue is there. Um, he's supposed to go to Leipzig, you know, in the off season. Kind of uh, makes you nervous for them, right? I mean, yeah. 
I mean, at this rate, I almost expect him to be loaned back. But I mean, if you know, if uh, Struber isn't a fan, I mean, I don't know if this is a good place for him. So well, we certainly shall see what happens next season. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. He he seems to have fallen from grace for sure. Yep, little worried about that guy. We want him yeah. to succeed, absolutely, absolutely. It's, so, but it. It's a fucking mystery right now. I don't know what the hell is going on. And we're not reporters, and yep. we don't go to the field to check out what's going on. So we don't yeah. have a fucking clue. Yeah. All righty. Well, then uh, that brings us to prediction standings, which we didn't update. That's that's Jay's department. Yeah, let us know. I'm keeping the belt. I mean, yeah. let's just let's I just think face that's, it. I think that's what has certainly happened, yeah. I, I nailed another prediction uh, this week with the one nothing win. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the belt ain't leaving this state. Unless I take it somewhere, and I took it to Atlantic City the other weekend. So <laughs> the only time it, the only time it's leaving this state is that I, I'm bringing it on vacay. That's it. There you go. Let's make sure that neither uh, Jay or I sneak up to Massachusetts while you're away and break in and steal it. Yeah, probably good. Good. Good play. Uh, good. Good play for sure. Alrighty. Well, that brings us to our next game coming up, which is this Saturday, October the 23rd at 6 p.m., uh, where we will face the Columbus Crew. Away in the new crew stadium, uh, Columbus currently is sitting below the New York Rebels with 37 points in 10th place. Uh, you can watch that game on MSG2 now that hockey season is back. Uh, so, Truman, what do you think will happen this Saturday? Now I'm worried because it's a road game. Now I'm <laughs> worried. We're not playing at home. Uh, I think Jay believes this is a home game because he predicted a one nothing win. Yep, looks like so it. He- he might want to choose that. We're going to say he's saying one nothing, but uh, we're not going to hold him that for now because he thinks it's at home. I don't know. Columbus Columbus stinks. Uh, we're not bad against bad teams, mm-hmm. which is nice to see. But we did not get a result last time in Columbus, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. Maybe the second time's the charm. Uh, do I go for I mean, we're not going to score more than a goal. We know that. We know one thing, they're not scoring more than a goal. Um, let's just bounce back to another 1-1 draw. How about we just say that and just say it's going to be a 1-1 draw? Uh, I think that is that would be a – it's definitely not the result they need. Uh, they need all the wins they possibly can get. Um, I'm just looking at their schedule. They definitely have a, a couple winnable games in here. Um, I don't know. I think a draw is fair. It's just, it's just the gut feeling. Uh, I'm going to go with a 2-1 loss. Um, you know, one thing I think uh, Columbus is missing the past couple of weeks has been uh, our old nemesis, uh, uh, U.S. national team fan nemesis, uh, Giassi's artist. He did come oh, back yeah. this past week. He did score a brace. Um, and he did go out early in that game. That we, uh, I believe that we got, I think it was a draw last time we were out there, if I'm not mistaken, but I could be wrong on that. Uh, so I, I do see Columbus getting a win here. Um, but hey, I have been so wrong this season, uh, so I'm probably giving the reverse jinx, but I'm just going to stick with it and say 2-1 loss in this one. Uh, it, was actually, it was actually a 2-1 loss the last time in Columbus. It was, okay. And that was our last loss. Yeah, there you go. All righty. Well, then that brings us to New York Red Bull 2 uh, report. I don't remember the last time what games were played, so I'm just going to go to the last result, which was a 1-1 draw against the Tampa Bay Rowdies. Uh, their, next, their actually next two matches will be before we uh, record again, and that's tomorrow at 7 p.m. against Luton United, 
and on Sunday at 7.30 p.m. against Miami FC. All right, well, that brings us to the Gotham FC report. Who have been uh, scoring goals as of late, scoring three in their last two games. Uh, won their last two games. They're currently sitting in fifth place. There are six teams to qualify for the playoffs. So mm-hmm. they're right there. They are sitting on 32 points. So they are tied with the Houston Dash. Uh, they're actually tied with North Carolina Courage with 32. Uh, be old, ye old goal differential is where Gotham is up plus eight. So that's why they have the advantage there. Um, come on, ladies, get in the playoffs. Come on. Let, let's that's, just get Red Bull Arena in the playoffs. Come on. Yeah. Let's just do it. Yeah, at least uh, for one team can be in the playoffs for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. Well, then that brings us now to our dumping ground. Uh, what we really would have liked to have talked about last week, but I guess we'll just talk about uh, this week, is that United States men uh, finished up their latest round of World Cup qualifying. Uh, they We obviously recounted the one uh, 2 nothing win against Jamaica, but we did not talk about the one nothing loss down in Panama and the 2-1 win at home against Costa Rica. Uh, that puts the U.S. in second place uh, one point uh, with 11 points, one point above Canada, three above... Uh, uh, Mexico, and three points out of having to play in a confederation playoff. Uh, so they're sitting in decent position uh, despite everything. Um, uh, Truman, any thoughts on the recent round of qualifiers? I mean, fucking massively disappointing. Is there any way you could talk about it? Even the win was <laughs> disappointing. Yeah, uh, They were trailing moments into the game. Yeah. You know, I, I think both games were just a, a fucking huge letdown, and luckily they were able to Win the second game on an own goal? Was that ruled an own goal? Uh, yes. Where his goal right. was. I think, I mean, it, last time I checked, it was, they were, they were going to pr- protest it and try and get it overturned as a way of goal. But uh, yes, it, it was at least scored uh, live as an own goal. So now we're on a roller coaster with this team where we felt fucking terrible. <laughs> we kind of, I, and we kind of felt terrible meh, I think, yeah. to start, right? We were terrible meh. Then we fucking, then, then we were, ju- we were just up here. We were way up, and now it's it's like it's like the last part of the roller coaster where it's just those little tiny wavy hills. And you're like, ooh, oh, ooh, oh, ooh. Uh, <laughs> I, oh. They were. I mean, you you break the games these games better than I do, um, but yeah. just from my eye, they, they, it fucking I, I think seriously disappointing. Yeah. Uh I'm not there. I'm not quite seriously disappointing. I'm kind of mostly positive, actually. Um, And and it's obviously initially after the Panama game, I was miserable, uh, you know, much like everybody else. But then I thought about it some more, and I certainly had some help from uh, our good friend uh, Matt Doyle speaking on the Extra Time uh, Recap Podcast, where, one, there is actually only one team that has ever beaten Panama down in Panama, and that was us in 2014. Uh, they have never uh, lost to another team in that stadium. So it's a bit more of a, a struggle to win down there than you think. And two, I think we're looking at these three-game windows through a two-game window prism. You know, where because, I mean, you can't really start your full squad in all three games. Or you're going to tire out. I mean, for example, right. Costa Rica did that. And the third game, they wore down pretty fast. And then by the end of the game, they were pulling... Uh, I don't know, what's his name, Alvaro Sabario from God knows where, who's 39 years old, 
and he's on the field all of a sudden. Uh, and I think you gotta you gotta like how the U.S. fought back. Uh, I mean, in that game, I mean, yes, that early goal was terrible. Uh, yes, I do think maybe Matt Turner makes that save uh, over Zach Steffen. Uh, I do question that um, that change right there. And that's not to say I don't like Zach Steffen. That's not to say I don't think he's a good keeper. It's just that he's cold. I mean, you know, uh, I think maybe playing him helped him in his last match against Man City where he had a hell of a game against uh, Burnley. But um, I, I don't think, yeah, they, they, there's question to that. But fortunately, in the end, it didn't burn him. And Serginho Dest, who had um, did not have the greatest of the first three games qualifying window, he was a star in this one, uh, getting that goal, which was a golasso, uh, to really push the momentum forward. And then Tim Weah, you know, played hero with his, uh, you know, shot there. So, uh, you know, the, the, the positives, I mean, again, this is without Giorena, without Christian Pulisic. And they got six points. They got six points at home. And, uh, and again, I, I, one thing I forgot to mention about Do- Matt Doyle pointing out that if the U.S. manages to win every home game, and even if they lose every away game here on out, they will comfortably qualify for the World Cup. But... To your point, I think, about this being a roller coaster, I just have a feeling, especially with the inexperience of this team, uh, which, you know, they're learning on the fly right now, uh, and with these three-game windows, uh, I think it is going to be a roller coaster. That much I do think. Um, You know, uh, I'm certainly... And the next window is, you know, we beat Mexico twice this summer. That's right. We could beat them again. We can beat them one more time. Uh, we can beat them in Cincinnati. Uh, that's my hope. But I can certainly have seen that game being a tough one. I mean, don't forget, we needed extra time, I believe, in both games to beat them this past summer. And there will be no extra time in this game. So if yeah. it's tied at, at 90 minutes, that's how it'll end. And uh, fortunately, we're facing one of the weakest teams uh, on the road, which is Jamaica. So maybe that's somewhere you can steal three points uh, and away win. Um, so... Ultimately, the way I've seen this team play so far, I think it will be a roller coaster. But I am conf- uh, fairly confident that they will qualify. Not 100% confident, especially when you missed the last World Cup. But I am fairly confident they will still qualify for the World Cup. As long as it's, it's, it's a roller coaster and not the Gravitron or the Tilt-A-Whirl <laughs> uh, yeah. or, or the Rock and Roll Express. I can't do those, all right? <laughs> I, I can't. I can, I can do this. I can do up and down. I just can't do round and round and round. Yes, that's, that's that. No, makes, no. makes me nauseous. I hear that. All right. Uh, actually, one thing that I don't think we ever mentioned in a previous episode is that you, uh, Carly Lloyd, had her farewell game uh, against Paraguay, and that was a while ago. I, I think it was. It might have even been September. I don't remember, but uh, she did get a couple goals in those games. Uh, yep. So, you know, hats off to Carly. I just want to say that real quick. I, right. I do have one. I do have one more big topic for the dumping okay. ground. And sorry, everybody, if you have to turn off the podcast now. Um, but you and I need to talk about Ted Lasso. Ah, oh, so yes. You all right? Here you go, everybody. If you have not finished season two of Ted Lasso, we're gonna. I'm gonna. Once I pause, we will start in five seconds, and that is your time to turn off the podcast. That's right. So. Here we go. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye to you, people. Okay. All right. All right. Now we're going to talk about Ted Lasso. Have that little moment of silence. Uh, what a fucking great, what a great season two. Oh, yeah. What a great season two. 
uh, we were talking, you and I were texting about it, and then we did talk about it with Jay in our little, in our little message thread. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nate turning full heel. Oh, yeah. At the very end of the episode. I mean, you saw it coming a mile away. Mm-hmm. Uh, the turn was obviously when he stupidly called himself the Wonder Kid oh, and yeah. vanity searching himself constantly on Twitter. That was the start, right? Mm-hmm. That was the start of his turning. Uh, step, I mean, you were you were kind of still rooting for him a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then he's kissing other people's girlfriends. I mean, yep. that, that was, that was the big one. Full heel move. Yep. Yeah. You saw, and I, I mean, you, I'm watching that scene and I'm like, it, it's, this isn't going to happen, right? He's, he's not going to do it. it this is it. They're just being weird friends. Ah, fuck. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He did it. Nate he went it. for it. Yep. 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 So that, and then just like, cursing out ted lasso for i feel no real reason whatsoever mm-hmm. um that happened mm-hmm. i mean yeah and then just the full-on full-on heel turn oh yeah it was it really was it was a, a great um i mean it really is you know it, it's i love the optimism overall optimism of that show uh, I think it's one of the things that makes you special but hey they, they went to some dark places this year and i did appreciate that i like some yeah. of the you know, uh, changing it up a little bit there. Um, but, I mean, everything with uh, the relationship with the therapist was fantastic. I believe you met, you said that in our little text thread. Uh, Nate Seal turn is great. I cannot wait to see what happens when West Ham and AFC Richmond meet next season. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I can't wait to see. I mean, I'm certainly on Team Kent when it comes to, you know, uh, you know to, for Kylie's uh, love. I mean, I certainly don't want her to go back to Jamie, that's for sure. Oh my God! No, please, uh, for the love of God! Yeah, we we can't have that happening. No, uh, but with everything like I will say about, uh, I mean, I just love Roy Kent's journey this season. It was just so fantastic. Like, yeah, that man was on quite the roller coaster ride. Like him being angry about forgiving Jamie Tart. I mean, uh, it's it just uh, it was such a fantastic season. Um, you know, and right on the heel of winning all those Emmy, uh, Emmys, it was ah. So good. Just keep up the good work. And, and, you know, one of the creators is, um, you know, Bill Lawrence of Scrubs fame. So and I love that show. So it's just nice to see it happening once again, for sure. I apologize for me running around. Oh, there we are. Hold on. I have uh, I was Pat probably noticed me running all over the place as I I did plug in my laptop that was about to die. So there we go. (laughs) Found that now. Yeah. Um, yeah, just quickly wrapping up, like you said, it's so, such a good show. So good. So oh, captivating. Yeah. Uh, Sam's, Sam's whole adventure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was that dude's, what was the dude's name that was trying to buy him? Uh, the guy from Africa and just like him losing his mind, <laughs> pull, yeah. pulling the mannequin. With the jersey off the rack and pretty much shitting on it, which, which was hilarious. He was trying to strangle where there was no neck. Oh, oh my god, that was fantastic. fantastic! Oh, so good, so good. Yeah, and th- I'm glad Sam is sticking around in uh, Richmond for sure. Same. Yeah. I th- I think my prediction is that Richmond beats West Ham mm-hmm. and Nick gets shit canned. That that's my prediction for for season three. Hmm, that'd be interesting. I wonder if it, yeah, maybe. I mean, it might be too, uh, yeah. I'm very curious to see if Nate goes a full heel season 
Uh, or if he gets shit canned after every one season, that'll be interesting to see. Uh, I can see them trying to play it out over a couple of seasons. I, I could, I could see them trying to do that. So I love the insane coach beard episode. Oh, um, which he's, he's by the way, one of the head writers. Yes, he is. Yeah. He, which he, I, I didn't know until almost the end of the season. I mean, when they created the original NBC sketch, it was him and, uh, Jason Sudeikis who created it. So yeah. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, Coach Beard is ah oh, that Coach Beard episode. I mean, I, a lot of people did not like it. I loved it. I was one of the I people. I did too. Who loved it. it was such it was such a fun, crazy adventure. Yeah, and, and then that final dance scene was just perfect. You know, yeah, that song was stuck in my head for like three days. And so apparently, that's... in an interview, he's really, really good at hula hooping. Yeah, <laughs> sure, shit looked like it. Yeah, a legit yeah. skill of his. He did not have to learn that for the episode. He was like, you know what, I can do hula hoop. I'm going to put it in an episode. I'm actually going to hula hoop. And he's also a real soccer fan. He love he goes to USMNT and MLS games. I think he's an LAFC fan, if I recall correctly. But Oh, and we're forgetting about that episode. The whole, shut up, Thierry Henry. Oh, my God. that I mean, that was, yeah, that was the whole Coach Beard episode. Thierry uh, yeah. Henry in it several times, which was, well, we, <laughs> we, we put the sound bite, I think, in one of our last episodes. I think it was. Uh, I think it was in an episode, yes, yes. But, I mean, that was great. And hats off. I'm so glad that we got Apple TV and I was able to watch that show. Yeah. Ah, excellent show. Excellent show. Keep it up. So good. So, all righty. Well, I guess that brings me to my betting corner, which, uh, I mean, once the Red Bulls went in the shitter, I really stopped paying attention to the rest of the league. So, <laughs> let's see. Um, Nashville over Philly, because why not? Seattle's home against Casey. Sure. And RSL over Chicago. And don't bet on the Giants. There you oh go. Oh, my God. Yeah. Never bet on the New York Giants. Bet them on the fucking lose. Oof. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, and that now brings us to Truman's terrible team of the week. Listen, until they score a goal, which they haven't done in about four and a half games, NYCFC, baby. <laughs> it's it's just gonna stay with them. They haven't scored in like 400 and something minutes. I think's the number. Something insane. That first half and that first game against the Red Bulls. They have not scored since. Yeah. Fucking love it. That's fantastic. Love it. So they're staying there. I mean, they they were at the beginning of the season. They were hovering up there in like second place. And mo, how they have fallen. Yeah. Well, all righty. Uh, I guess that brings us about time to wrap it up. Uh, you can give us that money on patreon.com slash rebelrant. Email us, rebelrant at gmail.com. Uh, give us a call, uh, guess, 973-348-5329. Facebook, facebook.com slash rebelrant. Twitter, at rebelrant. Jay is at Dr. Stooge. Truman's at the Truman. You can subscribe to us via iTunes, Situator, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Kazaa. Last words before we get out of here. Quick shout-outs. To Steven Santos and Rich Ransom, both listeners of the podcast, who I saw both of them the other weekend in Atlantic City at GCW. So that was very cool. Uh, Philadelphia Union fan and Red Bulls fan, both being in the same place at the same time, both listened to the show. Uh, and I, I fucking met John Moxley. So, I mean, what more chance for? I mean, that's a whole other fucking crazy story for another day. <laughs> Aside from that, fuck, what I love to go home this weekend sit on my couch actually have to watch the game and actually see in person not while i'm at work watching the game 
not getting halfway through work watching the game, not finding out the result later on, but actually sit on my couch with a Wawa iced tea, which I somehow still have in my refrigerator, <laughs> and watching the Red Bulls win. There you go, baby. Just win. Alrighty. Well, this has been episode 380 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. And uh, let's go, Red Bulls. Peace out. Your only cool. chance of winning. This is it. This is it, Red Bulls. You're, you're all we got. Lights.